0: god bless you brothers and sisters this is brother leonard on this resurrection week man it's good to be alive knowing that god still has a purpose for your life if you're listening to this word he's got a purpose for you and so uh i just tell you i'm uh just thinking about uh jesus and all of the things that he's done for us and just looking back uh seeing how he went to that cross and how he died and he was buried and and um, put in the tomb, and on the third day, he got up, and that's what's important. And you know, you can look at all the religions in the world; all of them seem to have a leader. Uh, you know, if you talk about um, if you talk about Islam and and their religion, you know, the Prophet Muhammad, he's he's the prophet. You know, and so if you look at uh other leaders who led their religion um they're still they're still in the grave the difference is that jesus got up also that jesus is the son of god and so i tell you it's just a lot to be grateful for knowing that god has really blessed us and so before we get started let's go ahead and pray father we just want to thank you for your word today we thank you for your goodness and your mercy we thank you god for what you're going to do this day Lord, we praise you for sending your son for us and he died and and he rose again and he's sitting on the right hand of the father interceding for us every single day. And we're grateful today, Lord, that he took our place. Thank you so much today. Bless the word. Anoint the word. Anoint the ears to hear, Lord, and just let your word come forth with power. And we give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. And, you know, Jesus uh was was talked about hundreds of years even thousands of years before he ever came on the scene you know even the prophets talked about him in different books in the book of isaiah especially there's a uh chapter the suffering savior chapter you know isaiah 53 where it talks about the prophet says who shall believe our report and to whom uh, and to whom of the lord is revealed and when you start reading that chapter, and you go down to the meat of that verse, and it talks about Jesus, it talks about him suffering, it talks about that whole night when they caught him, that whole, uh, that whole verse, in fact, that whole chapter talks about, um, about Jesus prophesied again hundreds of years before it ever even happened, you know, and he said he was wounded. For our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we're healed that whole verse encapsulates everything that god did for us in that verse you know number one uh you know bringing us back to god the fact that jesus christ took our place and became sin for us he brought us back to Jesus. I mean, he brought us back to God. And, uh, and Jesus, he went to the cross and he knew what he had to do. And so he restored our relationship. That same relationship that Adam destroyed, Jesus uh, renewed that relationship, restored that relationship. And now, you know, the good thing is we don't have to have a priest or anybody to go ahead of us. You know, you don't have to go to a priest and confess. And I know there are religions out there that do that, but that's totally unnecessary. You don't have to go to a priest and and confess your sins and, and, you know, and say Hail Mary 15 times. You don't have to do that. That's man's religion. That's the difference between religion and God's word. Christianity is different than religion. That's the big difference. You don't have to have a man to go before you for you on your behalf you don't need that you know now there's nothing wrong with praying for people and you know praying on behalf of people or interceding for people i'm not talking about that i'm talking about having some man because he's holy and righteous go before you and plead your case to god jesus already did that in fact that's what he does on the right hand of the father the bible says that satan is the accuser of the brethren but that jesus makes intercession for us always he's on the right hand of God so we don't need uh, a man to go and say you know God this is so and so and we don't need that and so thanks be to God that he made a way for us to come to him on our own and that we are holy and righteous and even if you're a sinner he made a way for you to come to him and accept Jesus Christ so that's the beautiful thing you know that we can have a relationship with God Almighty. Remember, we're talking about the God that created the heavens and the earth, that created everything, that created man from the dust of the earth, that placed this plant, these planets in orbit, that created the solar system, you know, where the planet, planets are suspended, seemingly in the middle of space and nowhere, and what's holding them there? Why are they not moving? Because I'm telling you, God put them there and everything in the universe moves by the power of God. So it's not that um, it's not that God didn't want planets to move. But the truth is, planets really are moving. You just you just can't tell. You know, believe it or not, the earth is moving. They say at 11,000 miles an hour, <laughs> But it's moving so quick you don't even know. So I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but that's what I read. But anyway, I'm telling you. So this week we do a lot of uh, a lot of celebrating, knowing that again, if Jesus didn't go to the cross, we wouldn't have peace. Think about it. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Our peace. So he took punishment so that we could have peace chastisement means like consequence like you know butt whooping kind of stuff well he got his butt whooped so you could have some peace and you know i mean i I don't mean to put it like that but the truth is they they beat him in a way that no man's been beaten and i'm gonna tell you that i think with the roman soldiers they got upset because they didn't get the general response the yelling and screaming and hollering they didn't get that from jesus and they wanted to hear him scream and yell and all that and so when he didn't they uh i think they got they got a little more intense with their punishment and they really they really did a job on jesus they destroyed his flesh and when the bible says his visage was so marred more than any man and that you could, and that his, his 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 visage or his appearance was so distorted that you couldn't even tell he was a man. Do you know the Bible says they plucked his beard, which means they they didn't pluck. That word pluck means they pulled. They actually yanked his beard from his skin, which created more like a third degree burn when somebody pulled I mean they didn't just pull out one hair at a time they pulled out skin and made his face um, bleed I mean they did things to him that was ungodly because you got to remember Satan was in charge then Jesus said you wouldn't have any power over me except it was given to you from above so God gave them that hour to do what they wanted to do because again remember Jesus was a sacrifice so The Lord allowed them to do that to Jesus. Remember, Jesus could have called down 12 legions of angels at any time. And you know, again, one angel killed 185,000 men in the Old Testament. So guess what a legion of angels can do? 12,000 angels could destroy this earth. I mean, it wouldn't take any time whatsoever. So Jesus had the power to call down many, many, many angels. You know, and a legion is a thousand, so figure that one out. So if he could call 12,000 legions of angels, man, and he could have stopped it. In fact, heaven was horrified when that was going on, and he could have stopped it. But you know, he was a sacrifice, and he knew what his mission was, and what his passion was for that moment. And his passion was us. He knew that we needed a savior he knew that we were lost forever and he valued every life that came on this earth and so he didn't lift his hand to save his life he didn't say any fancy words to try to save himself in fact he had several opportunities to save himself but he didn't do that and so he knew he was going to die and he did and you know what what we don't talk about a lot is uh the fact that he was separated from the father spiritually and also that you know jesus was in the bible says the heart of the earth for three days and three nights but you know when a spirit leaves it can't just wander the earth even even jesus and so uh in one part of the scripture it talks about um and psalms where he jesus uh the bible says that jesus said my lord said to my lord you know sit here on my right hand and and he talks about not leaving his soul in hell and i'm gonna tell you that even jesus i believe he went he went to hell for us you know because that's the consequence if if god charged you for your sins you're going to hell and if you don't get the forgiveness of jesus Accept him as your Lord and Savior. You go to hell, but it's still not for your sins. It's for the rejection of Jesus Christ. But now you got those sins out there that testify against you in judgment. So think about it. Jesus, when he died, presented his blood to the mercy seat. And God uh, forgave us, all of us. Forgave us for all of our sins. Everything that we've ever done. Ever will do. And so that's why we celebrate this week. Is because this is the week where it all happened. This is what Christianity is based on. It's based off this whole fact. That Jesus Christ died. And rose from the dead. And he was the firstborn from the dead. And so now because of him. We can face tomorrow. There's a there's a song that says because he lives I can face tomorrow so I have hope because he lives everything that he did for us we're the beneficiaries today and that's a wonderful thing because again it didn't have to happen that way you know but God died he he allowed Jesus to die for us so here's the deal i mean we can talk about this you know him being nailed on the cross and and just all the different um you know all the different things we like to talk about during this time of season you know and one of the things we definitely like to talk about is the fact that he whooped the devils behind you know he did because hell was partying but, uh, but jesus interrupted that party and when he came from and when he rose from the dead oh my goodness that party was that party stopped because <laughs> the enemy had to let let go. He no longer had power over death and hell. And so, anyway, the biggest thing that you need to know is that Jesus died for you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life and so he's talking to you doesn't matter what you're going through I know you contemplated suicide you thought about killing yourself you didn't have the guts to do it or you tried it and it didn't work but it doesn't matter because the truth is I'm glad you didn't have the guts to do it I'm glad you got scared away from it because you'd be in hell right now you take your own life you'd be sitting right now in hell Being tormented for the rest of eternity. So thank God that you didn't do that. So you're looking for peace. You're tired of the turmoil. Nothing is working out for you. Your life is a wreck. You hate it. You hate who you are. You hate you were ever born. Your parents didn't even love you. You had to do everything on your own and you're tired. Well, guess what? Jesus said you can come to him. Ye that are weary and heavy laden. He says come to me and take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You can come to him because he will make it right for you. You know what? When my mother and father forsake me, the Lord took me up. The prophet said. So, yes, yes bad things happen to you maybe you were molested when you were a child all sorts of things many many bad things the devil opened up on people and caused uh, all kind of problems in their lives but jesus said i come to give you life and life more abundantly so brothers and sisters if you're tired of being tired or if you're tired of being sick and tired or if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired then it's time for you to come to the lord Man, he'll give you the kind of peace that you've been searching for. He'll give you the love that you've been searching for. Not that kind where you go from woman to woman or from man to man. You know, not that. Mm -mm. He'll give you the kind of love that make you be satisfied with one person. He'll give you the kind of peace, man, that you can just. uh, Oh, my goodness. Even in the midst of turmoil, you can just know, man, God got me and he's got this. So. Here's your opportunity. If you want to receive Jesus and you want this peace I'm talking about. It's time to say, Jesus. Matter of fact, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now. And I'm a sinner. Lord, I repent for my sins. You said in your word that if I would confess with my mouth. The Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, that I'll be saved. And you said, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And so you told me that if I accept you as my Lord and Savior, you said, that I would be saved so Lord Jesus I receive you right now as my Lord and Savior I accept you now Lord I just want to thank you that I'm your child and I'm saved I'm saved I'm saved so brothers and sisters if you pray that prayer you're a child of God man it's time to get you uh, getting a good Bible-believing church, get you a Bible. And it's time for you to learn about the goodness of the Lord and experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Brothers and sisters, this is Brother Leonard. God bless you. I want you all to have a marvelous day today. And remember that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. God bless you.